Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling Podcast. As usual, my name is Jacob Staten and as usual, I'm joined by JJ Armstrong. JJ, how are you, mate? An interesting time to be alive, Jacob. Uh, we sit here, Steve Cooper's just been sacked. Can't believe I'm saying those words, but it's officially happened. So at the moment, I'm feeling fairly deflated. How about you? Uh, I'd say I'm pretty much the same, mate. I'm pretty much the same. I'm, I'm no longer surprised. I'm just disappointed. Um... Yeah, no, other than that, mate, I'm, I'm absolutely top of the shop. And I think we, we, it's best to start off on a bit of a brighter note. Um, it, some of you guys may have seen it. It's kind of been overshadowed, hasn't it, given the news today. Uh, but we next Wednesday, next when, next Wednesday, which is the 27th. JJ's going to keep me honest. Is that right? 27th of December. That's correct. Uh, at uh, 8pm GMT, GMT, I think we're on GMT now, uh, we will be hosting an end of year forest quiz. Um it's gonna. We're gonna. It's free to play. Uh, there will be prizes. Uh, we will be setting up a donations page uh, for a charity that is yet to be decided on, but we'll reveal more de- details around that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fantastic, isn't it, JJ? JJ is going to give you all the all the tech speak on how to play, aren't you, JJ? I am. It's going to be twenty seventh of December at eight o'clock, as Jacob said. That's GMT. Uh, it's going to be live on our YouTube channel. So head to our YouTube channel. This is where you're watching this video now. And if you're listening to this podcast, then type in Miss Rolling in Podcast on YouTube. She'll be able to find us. The live stream already exists. It's ready to click and notify. So click the notify me button on the live stream. There will be a link in the description to this YouTube video that you're watching now uh, to take you straight to that live stream. So you can click the bell that says notify me, but also get it in your calendars because it's going to be a bit of fun. I think we all need to de-stress a little bit after today's news. Uh, there might be a few Steve Cooper questions in there, so you might get PTSD, but try and put that behind you. But yeah, there will be prizes. So just to confirm, 27th of December, 8 o'clock, prizes to be won in our end of year quiz. And there's a mix of questions from pre-Clough uh, to Cloughy era to 2000s era to 2020s. There's a big range. There's a very big range. So um, please, please try and pop along because it would be very embarrassing if no one showed up and we were doing a quiz to nobody. So please, uh, please do turn up. But it should be fun. It should be a laugh. Yes. Uh, and obviously, as JJ's quite rightly pointed out, Steve Cooper has been now been sacked. Um, we're very, very quickly going to cover off the Spurs game. Uh, we did do a match day vlog because we, we did go. Um, I think ultimately for me, JJ, I, it, it was a peculiar game because... We were actually having a having a pint um, just before half time when Richarlison scored, wasn't it? Uh, what time? What minute was it? Yeah, so forty seventh minute, so two minutes into out of time. Um, and up until that point, I, I thought it was a pretty comfortable game. I'm, I'm by no means saying that we did, we would deserve to be ahead or or, or we were the better team, but it, I, I felt pretty comfortable. Um, having watched the goal back now, I think it was a real the ball in from Kulisevsky is a real piece of quality. He's um he's he's a he's a real good player and and a good brave header from Richarlison. I'm not necessarily certain that the defender, I think it was Willie Bolly, could have done any better. Um again, Matt Turner probably does the right thing in trying to come out for it. Um but yeah, I think the the second goal is it, it kind of probably sums up where we are right now. I think um I mean the 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 bad the the bad clearance or pass out by Turner is one thing, but the way he's tried to save that shot. I don't care how hard Kudasevsky's hit that. I can't help but think back to my youth and think that David Seaman would have just caught that and laughed at it. Um, I think it's where goalkeepers are nowadays. But yeah, I think the, the most worrying thing for me wasn't necessarily the poor performance. It was just a lack of reaction to going two behind. 
we make a couple of substitutions immediately after the goal um, and the pattern of the game didn't really change and that was, that was what was what, what bothered me the most as opposed to the actual overall gameplay I think JJ yeah I mean it, we won't spend much more time on it it has passed but um, I think it comes back to the same thing that we keep banging on about which is avoidable goals that seems to sum, surmise where Forest are right now um, particularly the second um, uh, we, the atmosphere still felt quite promising. People still seem to be behind Cooper, but we did leave the game uh, a few minutes early and it felt frustrating once again. So I think everybody really knew that the writing was on the wall there. Uh, we all knew a change was incoming. We've been a bit in limbo since that game, so I'm surprised it's taken till Tuesday for the news to land. Um, yeah. But it did sort of feel inevitable to me after that game and I think that is harsh I think they were by no means bad I don't think it's really a performance that you could possibly sack a manager on but when there's one win in 13 I guess you can't really argue and those stats sort of write themselves but here we are yeah. today with Steve Cooper being sacked I didn't and you know when we when we left I didn't really leave the game thinking that was the last time I was going to see Steve Cooper in our dugout if I'm being honest um I'm not surprised that he has gone now um but I, I, I imagine I don't imagine it had too much to do with that game, if I'm being honest. Um, no, I think the right has been on the wall for a very long time. And if you read yeah. the Telegraph article that's been put up today by, uh, I believe, John Percy, it speaks of a very fractured relationship between Maranakes and Cooper. And it leaves the impression to me that this sort of very fract- fractured relationship has left Steve Cooper in the lurch for quite a while. And I think... The writing's been on the wall for a long time. I think Maranakis has been waiting for the fan voice and fan support to quiet it down enough for it to have as minimal backlash as possible. But I do think that it's not a sacking based off just purely that performance of that game. I think it's a culmination of some poor results um, and I think something that the, the owner has seemingly wanted to do for a while, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know... It's well documented how how you know the, the relationship between them fractured and and all that kind of thing. I think there's very possibly too many too many middlemen between between the uh, owner and the manager. Um, and, and you know there's just there seems to be lots of there doesn't seem we didn't seem to be pulling in one direction, which is absolutely what was happening when we went up and to a certain degree in the second half of the first season in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an absolute shame, but. I don't think any of us are surprised, are we, JJ? Not surprised. I I think, you know, you look at it on the surface and you think any manager that's not won, that's only won one game in 13, is it even 14 now since the Spurs game? I'm not sure, but it's something, one win in 13 or 14. Any other football fan looking at a team near the bottom of the table whose manager hasn't won in that many games We'll look at that and think this is your routine manager getting sacked time for someone new to come in and a change to be made and they'll look at it and think what's the big deal but I think it extended far beyond that and I think that's a reason a large portion of the fan base are quite upset um, at the news of Cooper's Cooper being dismissed I think uh, what he did for us to end that exile no other manager could do it before him. And we waited 23 years for that sort of pain to be relieved and finally be taken up yeah. in a really exciting fashion to the, the top flight. And not only that, you know, we talk about how many signings that he had in last season. Um, he did an unbelievable task to keep us up, um, which obviously the city of Nottingham felt very together 
And people sort of use that as a bit of a stick to poke uh, people that are Cooper in, of that we talk about him connecting the city and it's all right because he loves the city even though we're losing. But I do think there are elements of that. Obviously, results are important for a football club, no doubt, but the elements of it where he has connected the city are really important to this club feeling, having a sense of community and feeling like we're pulling together in the same direction. And whilst recently it does feel like a portion of the fan base has sort of deviated off and gone to their Cooper out ways. I think largely the fan base was connected. The most I've seen it in many, many years. In fact, the duration of my time supporting Forest. So I forget what the original point was because I've just waffled on, but um, <laughs> I think it, it extends far beyond just on the surface of it being a, a club near the bottom of the table, getting rid of their manager. There's a lot, a lot of caveats to it of what he meant to both the city uh, the fan base and the club. So I will forever be grateful for what he did, uh, taking us up to the top flight after so long. Yeah, same. I mean, you know, I think for a very long time, um, I'll remain a, a Cooper in guy. <clears throat> um, I, I get it. I, I, I get, you know, you know, we are seemingly in a, in a free fall. And I, whilst I don't agree with the decision, I don't own the football club and, you know, I don't understand the ramifications of, of going down and that kind of thing, but I still think Steve, Steve Cooper was, would be the, the, the person to take us forward. You know, I, I look back, you look back through history and you look at, you know, Alex Ferguson's time at Man United. He, he didn't have a great start. Um, even Brian Clough didn't have a great start at Forest. And I'm, you know, not for one second suggesting that Steve Cooper could emulate probably two of the greatest managers this, this country's ever seen, but you know, why couldn't he have done? Um, it's it's it's. I'm just a bit. I'm, I'm a bit bummed out. If I'm being honest, that's probably the way I would describe it. In that, I, well, I'm not shocked or surprised. I'm kind of glad that the whole saga's over. We don't have to think or talk about it anymore. Um, yeah. But I just feel like he had a whole lot left to give the the club and the the city and the fans and and um and the players and and, and the whole lot. But you know, as a as a Forest fan, that the club gets my unwavering support. It's just the team that has to win it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, um, that, that being said, you know if it, if it is Nuno coming in, he's he's got 100 percent backing until he hasn't. Yeah, uh, just to go back on the Steve Cooper element, like we sit here today, uh, not even two years since he's taken us up to the Premier League after keeping us up in the Premier League with an unprecedented task of having those many that many players thrust upon him, and we sit here today, but less than two years after that, where we're five oh. points ahead, and yes, we're in free fall, and yes, those. Recent results are not good enough, but it's really difficult to see why we wouldn't stick by him personally. That's just how I feel. Doesn't matter now. All the people that are Cooper out, you know, don't come for me. There's no point. It's happened. He's gone. Um, but I just still felt like he had it in him to turn this around, and we were still in a good position given the fact mm. that whilst a few teams below us might start picking up points. This right will not last forever. And I think we were starting to find the solution by being a bit more resolute in the last two performances, showcased a team for me that could fight and gain a few more points before the end of the season. And I thought, whilst they're in a very good form at the minute, I think there was no better time to start that than Bournemouth at home this Saturday. So I can see why it's a precarious position and a difficult decision on whether to roll the dice for the owner. He's obviously invested a lot of money. I would suggest maybe he looks at where that money has been spent because I don't think it's all, uh, I don't think you can just say I've invested this much and it's all been successful because I don't think it has. And to be fair, some of that has landed on Cooper's doorstep. You know, he was responsible for wanting to sign people like Chris Wood and 
uh, Andre Ayew and all this stuff. So it's not been a success rate for him. Um, so I can see why it's been a precarious position. Obviously, there's a fractured relationship, so it felt inevitable. Um, but for me, I just personally felt like it was still his task to sort of keep us going. Um, yeah. And I agree that I am grateful, not grateful, I am relieved that this is finished because you know the last few weeks, months on X, for example, hasn't been enjoyable because the infighting, I know it's something as trivial as a social media thing, but the infighting amongst fans and the negativity on a certain few people, you know, does weigh on you. And, you know, you catch a few strays just because we're a podcast and we <laughs> put our views online, you know, which you're going to do that if you put your voice online. I understand that, but um, I just will be glad that it's done, to be honest. And that's not me being glad that Cooper's gone. It's just me glad that we can stop having this sort of toxic infighting amongst a fan base for now. I don't think it completely stops. Uh, I think it's maybe only going to get worse. But we can maybe at least breathe. And what we what you said at the end there is hundred um, percent. I will back the new manager, whoever it may be. It looks like Nuno. But once at the moment, I can tell you how I feel, and that's uninspired. And I think that's an uninspired choice. But once he signs that contract, and once he's confirmed as Forest manager, he will receive my backing one hundred percent because I do support Nottingham Forest, not mm-hmm. Steve Cooper FC, as some people are led to believe. Um, I want the manager that comes in and I want the players that come in to be the best they can be for this club and I want them to achieve great things and I want them to be successful and I don't for one second want them not to be successful just because their name's not Steve Cooper so please don't get it twisted that's not how I feel at all I want them to be (laughs) successful and until they give me a reason not to be then I'll back them 100% and as soon as they step into place it's going to be a very difficult task for any manager to um, supersede Steve Cooper. I think it's a difficult place to come into after somebody that's connected to the fan base that much has gone. So I think it's on us as a fan base to try and ease that as much as possible. I know we're going to be frustrated, deflated, upset, but I think we just have to give the uh, new manager the benefit of the doubt. Because let's face it, it isn't their fault that Steve Cooper's been sacked. They didn't make the decision. They didn't have the one win in 13 games and are responsible for that. A clean slate. So whilst I'm deflated, the new manager will 100% have my back in and I would encourage those that are maybe contemplating boycotting the new manager just because he's not Steve Cooper to rethink that because we want to be successful as a football club and this choice has seemingly been made to benefit us. Whether you think it is going to or not, it doesn't matter. We have to try and give it the best effort we can and the best effort we can is by supporting the club and giving the manager the backing that we can give them because we've seen when the fan voice is prominent and full, especially at home, that it can do some special things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Sorry, that was a very long, long talk. Everyone's fallen asleep. It was lovely. It takes us probably nicely into um, who we all expect to be announced, which is Nuno Espirito Santo. Um, He was most recently at Al Itihad, which is, I believe, is that the team? Oh, I'm trying to remember which place. Is, is this the team with um, Benzema's in there? Benzema, uh, yeah. Jota's in uh, there, I believe. Who was that? Jota. He used to play for Celtic. Oh, he's not registered, is he? Because they signed somebody else at the last minute, didn't they? Who is it? Uh, uh, Kante's in there. 
Uh, can, yeah, Kante, Luis Felipe, Fabinho. Uh, Fabinho, was he maybe the one? Fabinho's in that. They signed somebody, which meant that Jota couldn't be registered. I'm sure they did. Who cares? Who cares? Um, it, I support it, it, Nottingham it, it, Forest FC, not Saudi Arabia, Jacob. <laughs> well, it, it didn't go down well, did it? His style of management there, and he, he's been he's been turfed out pretty quick. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm not really going to judge anyone on there on their performance at, at Alahiti had, whether it's good or bad. Um, Tottenham, he... I mean, looking at his record, it's pretty 50-50. I think they were just expecting a bit more, weren't they? Um, I think his, his record at Wolves, 47% win win ratio over one game shy of 200. I think that's probably actually pretty good. Um, I think it's worth remembering as well, while he was at Wolves, he didn't actually get sacked. It was just a mutual term and mutual parting of the ways type thing. I think he probably did get um, a, a, a lion's share of good Portuguese players, shall we say, which which helped. Which you know, hopefully we we might get. I know we've we've had links with George Mendes before, haven't we? Uh, which probably is probably why Nuno's coming in. Um, probably, I mean, he's definitely not definitely wouldn't be my first choice, but more I've kind of mulled it over. I, I'm less bothered about it if that makes sense. He's not who I want and it's not what I want to see. I know he plays he plays a very similar kind of formation to, to Steve Cooper. Um it's it's not really particularly my who I wanted, but you know, I'm getting less bothered by it if that makes sense. Yeah, you can certainly convince yourself of the positives of uh Nuno yeah. Espirito Santo, I think. And I think we're not going to see a vast departure of style that people are seemingly no. crying for. I know a lot of people criticize Cooper as you know, not having a, a style of play or being a bit more sort of defensive. I think we might see that for Nuno, but if he can get us being more effective, then and fine with me. That's completely fine. Uh, nothing we can do about it anyway, because it looks like he's coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't judge him on his uh, time in Saudi Arabia. I think, you know, it's a difficult time and place to be at the minute. I think it's a, it's they're a, very newly formed and there's a quota yeah. of Saudi Arabian players. I think they have to play who all intents and purposes don't look to be the greatest from what I've seen in highlights um, so I'd, I can't uh, claim to know much about that league so I'm not going to judge him for that um, and just because he's got a few good Premier League players that are quite aged now does not yeah. mean that he should be sort of winning every single game so who knows what I, happened there I'm not going to try and question it I think with the with the Saudi Pro League thing I think it's one of those, the, uh, the reason I'm, I'm not choosing to, to, to judge him on any of that is because what I mean, if Steven Gerrard did well out there, he's not all—he's not all of a sudden going to come in as favourite for the Liverpool job, is he? No, everyone's going to scoff at him and say that means nothing. So if you do badly out there or, or you don't do particularly well, then it also doesn't mean anything, does it? And and I'm just looking at Al Etihad's uh, Wikipedia right now. Actually, formed nearly a hundred years ago, which is you know. Yeah, who cares? Let's let's stop talking about Al Etihad. We've spent too long talking about them. Um, <laughs> what I, I obviously he had a very a tempestuous, tumultuous time at Spurs. Um, Some very poor stats that come along with that. But I think given the nature of the club that Spurs are, you know, they don't always make it easy for themselves. Um, And I think, you know, when they've had some sort of war horses like Conte and Mourinho in sort of ripping the club apart, I think it's difficult for few managers to come in. And um, I think it's not always a success. Like Mourinho obviously identifies as a brilliant manager, but, he failed to win anything with Spurs, as most people do. So I don't know if that's a true measurement. Um, I do think he did some good stuff with Wolves. Uh, I think the squad that he had was better than what we've currently got. I think he had a very stable 
good spine and good group of players. You know, he had players like Patricio, Bolly, who was a lot younger, uh, Neves, Matinho, Jimenez, Jota, uh, even Traore. Like he had, he had some good players. Uh, Cody was there at the time as well. Yep. He had a good, good group of players and a good spine, and he did good things with them, and he got them seventh play finished um, and got them into Europe. So you can't deny that on paper that's promising. The concern for me is that if he comes into our club at this moment in time, the problem he's going to be faced with is the same group of players that I personally think have let Steve Cooper down. Yep. Once he reverted back to players that he knew would fight for him, we saw sort of an upturn in performance. I think, obviously, a new manager bounce might be a thing and it might be enough to just keep us up. Um, But I do worry that we're in danger of destabilising the club further by him coming in, having the same group of players, which in turn means he's unable to uh, get results out of us. Obviously, we've got the January window, but bringing even more players in with a fresh manager, I don't know if that's a good idea because we're already sort of trying to recover from the fact that we've had too many players brought into the club over recent years. I think it was 44, someone mentioned on Sky Sports earlier, which is mental. Um, Tywo is still injured, so that problem still persists. AFCON is coming up, so that problem still persists. So it is a worry for me, and I think I do feel a little bit bad for Nuno. I think he's got a big task to come into this club anyway, given the position we're in. But coming in after a manager that was so beloved by the fan base is a really difficult task to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel bad for him. That's why I will give him my 100% support. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I can't personally see how anybody can sort of come in and uh, make any real difference. I hope he does, obviously. Don't quote me on that because I hope he does. And hopefully he is the change we need. But my concern here is that he comes in, same problems faced, can't get immediate results. And my concern being that maybe we have another new manager by the end of the season. I can't really, I don't want to go back to the, the instability and unsustainability of changing manager all the time. I think he just needs to keep us up. Let's play it by ear, see how we go, see what his style of play is like, maybe give him at the start of next season. I am concerned that, you know, if if we don't pick up results and we're still in a bit of a ropey position, if that trigger gets pulled, you know, we're starting this process again that we've been very familiar with over the last 23 years of manager after manager after manager. So uh, that's the only thing that's really concerning me at the minute. Yeah, that, that's, that's, my, that's my problem as well. It's just that we seem to be back on the merry-go-round. I thought we were off it. Um, I'm very interested to see his first 11 if I'm being honest I think um, uh, reading one of the articles today and there's a, there's a lot of lot of stuff like that flying around in a minute but one of them was saying around um, there's you know there's certain players within the Forest squad who are frustrated at not being able to get a look in uh, like Nuno Tavares Gonzalo Montiel uh, Andrew Omabamideli Andre Santos players like that aren't really getting a getting a chance um, and you know you know Steve Cooper picks the team. He doesn't pick which players to sign, does he? Clearly, so um, there's that. But I, I'm just, I'm, I'm really interested to see what that first eleven is going to look like. To see if any of those kind of players on the periphery are going to get a, a chance to come in and, and make a difference because they could almost be like free signings, if that makes sense. Yes, it will be. It will be very interesting to see his first eleven. Um, interesting to see what what formation he goes for, what style of play. Obviously, mm-hmm. 
I don't think we can judge too much on this first game because, you know, he's only going to have a few days to get in there. Yeah. But um be very interesting. It will be interesting if some of the players that maybe feel frozen out or some of the players that possibly were frozen out following the shambles of a Fulham performance might grasp this opportunity and see it as a new start. And maybe that's where the uptake in form comes back. Um, a lot of the Percy John Percy article we spoke about earlier referenced the fact that Joe Worrell and Steve Cooper's relationship was pretty broken and Worrell was pretty much frozen out. And I think that seems to be a thing that's going around Twitter at the minute of people sort of calling for Joe Worrell. It'll be interesting. I think, um, you know, a new manager coming in, I think one of the first things you'll probably do is get the club captain back in the mix. Unless, you know, above him, the ownership decided that, you know, whatever's happened between him and Cooper means he is going to Middlesbrough in January as it's been expected. But, you know, maybe it's a chance to get his Forest career revitalised. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, the relationship with the fans following this because it seems to have upset a few people um, of Worrell sort of kicking off about that. But I guess that's all playground stuff. And I think uh, we can't really speculate too much until we see that first uh, first eleven. But yep. it will be very interesting to see, and it'll be very interesting to see if a few players that we feel have possibly let us down over recent weeks and not played for Cooper. It'll be very yep. interesting to see how they react to this and if they're willing to fight a little bit more than what we've seen so far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the, the Joe Worrell thing that they've clearly had a falling out, and I think I don't think anybody could say that Joe Worrell's performances have warranted another run in the first team, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I'm not that bothered about him coming back in, if I'm being honest. I can say, like I always say, you know, I want every player that pulls on that red shirt to be the next Stuart Pierce, Nigel Clough, John Robertson, etc. I just don't see it happening with um, with Joe Worrell. Um, you might be best if we if we part our ways now, especially you know, especially you know, he's told he's not included in the Aston Villa match day squad. That's a game that we beat one of the most informed teams in England, two 0 at home. Um, you know. That kind of thing, um, and then the Scott McKenna thing. I, I, I believe, from what I read, was he's not going to be given a new contract that he's been asking for. So therefore, he's going to be sold so that he can't just leave on a free, and that's where it's all kind of stemmed from. But you know, I, I, you know, Scott McKenna was Player of the Season the year we went up for for a very good reason. But the issue is he, he didn't adapt to the Premier League very well at all, uh, and then he suffered with you know extremely long list of groin and collarbone injuries hasn't he so I understand exactly why we're not giving him a new contract and if he's going to have a marmar he can train with, can train with a, on his own so he's not being toxic to the rest of the players type thing I completely get that but I, th- I think the, the this points to the issue however that you know say Worrell and McKenna do go in January the only player left over from that promotion season is Ryan Yates um, <clears throat> in the first team squad uh, which shows the amount, the vast amount of change that we've undergone wow. very quickly. Because it would, when was it? A year and a half ago? Two years ago? It was, I don't know. I'm not very good at maths, but it was recent. And that amount of change for a whole mm-hmm. new squad for only one player to be left is pretty crazy. Season and um, a half. Yeah. So you can sort of see why it's a difficult task for any manager. Never mind Steve Cooper, but any manager to come in with that amount of change, particularly a new one. So he's got a difficult task on his hand, certainly. Um, but Steve Cooper was afforded a lot of time. 
I'm just concerned. I've uh, got no evidence to back it up, but I'm just concerned that unless results pick up, don't pick up really quickly, that, you know, the merry-go-round happens. So, yep. I, fingers crossed. I'll, I would If Warrell comes in again and he's the best play, defender for us I've ever seen, you know, we've seen him play against Chelsea. That performance was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Carry that on. If he does that every week, happy. If McKenna somehow comes back next week and is the greatest player for us I've ever seen, I'm fine with that. If Nuno comes in and is the greatest manager Forrest I've ever had, it will help. What a terrible shame. It will help. Um, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm not sat here wanting anyone to be bad, particularly no. not a new manager. I'm just, you know, concerned that this may be, as I sit here now, uninspired choice could destabilise the club further. But, like I say, Caveat that with 100% back in once he signs on that dotted line. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think things like the Taiwo injury, they're not going to help Matthew. Certainly, certainly not help Steve Cooper, in my opinion. Um, I think if we play a certain way with that kind of striker, we certainly need some kind of backup, whether it's an alternate plan or just a, you know, kind of a, a, some level of like for like. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it is what it is now. Um, there's a large portion of me that is just extremely glad that it's all over, JJ. I don't know about you. Definitely. Like I say, it's been a, a lot of infighting. We've caught a lot of strays recently. Like I say, I get it. We're a voice online, but, you know, we're, we're not trying to be offensive or anything. We are just voicing our cult. opinion. We've been called cultists and snowflakes and all that nonsense. <laughs> we're not. We, we do support the club, believe it or not. Um, and... We respect your opinion. You don't respect ours. That's fine. But it doesn't matter. You know what? I'm just relieved that as it stands, it's done. And if in three weeks' time, Nuno's hit the ground running and, you know, we're... Sorry, I'm not allowed to swear anymore. I'm on this channel. If we're uh, top 10, you say, in a few weeks, don't start pointing fingers and saying, uh, oh, you Cooper, um, you Cooper in idiots, look at you now. Don't help anyone, you know, let's just wipe select clean. Equally, if we go down, I suppose we can't really point fingers at the people out idiots and say, what, you know, there's no way of knowing. The best, the best friend of any person in either side of that situation is hindsight, which, you know, as it stands right now, we don't have. It's a roll of the dice and it's a very finely balanced roll of the dice. It could go either way at the moment and nobody truly knows which way it's going to go. So the only way we're going to know is with hindsight. So. I guess maybe let's just put this toxic infighting behind us and try and get behind the new manager. That's all I can say. Um, but let's say I don't think that's always as easy with a, a football fan base. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the next game up, well, the first game up for, for Nuno is uh, Bournemouth on Saturday. It's a three o'clock kickoff. Am I right, JJ? I think it is. I think it is. Three o'clock kick. Uh, I'm going to double check. So it hold is your horse. Three o'clock. It's three o'clock kickoff. So you know that'll be a nice standard game for him to get hit, hit the ground running. Um, again, I'm just really looking forward to seeing this team sheet and see and seeing what happens in there. I suppose it's good he's got a few days in there as well with with Nuno as well. If I've got my my uh, glass half full hat on, um, it's a manager that if we did go down has won the championship before and won it comfortably. Uh, it's a manager that has positive ties with a well-respected um, uh, super agent. Uh, it's a manager that has done well long-term in the Premier League. So, you know, 
that 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 that's where I'm I'm kind of trying to force myself to get and and get in behind and that kind of thing. And you know, again, he, he's not my first choice. But Steve Cooper wasn't my first choice either. JJ wasn't mine. Do you remember who my first choice was? I can't remember who you, I remember who mine was, but I don't know who yours was. I remember your, who yours was. Well, and you Chris tell me Wilder. yours. Yeah, mine was Chris Wilder at the time. My, mine, my, my, <laughs> mine was uh, Chesterfield United's uh, Paul Cook. Interesting. I mean, that says everything, really. Uh, look, what's, look, we're sat here today deflated because the guy that wasn't our first choice got the job and took us up to the Premier League when we were at the bottom of the championship. Yeah. Do you know these things happen? We don't know anything, really. Mm-hmm. We're useless. What are we even doing this podcast for? We're idiots. And if, and if and if anyone's been listening to this for a long time, they'll 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 know as well that we've uh, we've had to swallow the humble pie on, on uh, Ryan Yates as well, haven't we? JJ, yeah. who's gone from maybe we maybe we need to we never wanted. What you say? Maybe we need to second guess why we're doing this because we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see you, I want to see you do the quiz next week, even though you already know the answers and see how badly you do. That that would be hilarious to me. Well, I actually tested the quiz back and I got a lot of them wrong, even though I knew the answers. So not great. Um, anyway, yep. back to the Bournemouth game. Uh, you just said then that it, it's a standard game that you're looking forward to. I think it's a bloody horrible one to have. Um, Bournemouth recently have picked up some unbelievable results. They've, they have, yeah. They're only five beat, points ahead of us. Let me just read out to you the last few games. Obviously, the looting game got suspended, unfortunately, due to the Tom Lockyer incident, which is very sad to see. Um, so best wishes to him. He won't be listening, but fine. Um, they beat Man United three <laughs> 0 um, yeah. Great result because that's at Old Trafford. Something we failed to do. Um, and mm-hmm. you can talk about Man United um, being a bit of a weird team and all that, but they had just won both Manager and Player of the Month, so they were doing something right. Tough place to be at Old Trafford, and they won three 0 How on earth they won that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, Bournemouth also beat Crystal Palace away. Difficult place to go. We couldn't do it. Yeah. They drew with Villa. We beat them. So you know what? But still, a draw against that Villa team is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Beat Sheffield United 3-1. They beat Newcastle 2-0. They're picking up some very good results recently and their form yeah. in recent weeks, they're on fire. I Why? think it's a really difficult first game for a manager in this position for all the reasons we've outlined. I think it's a really difficult first game to, to go. Equally, at the same time, I do think that the Bournemouth team, on paper, personally think aren't incredible. They can be gotten at. They can definitely be gotten at. So, who knows? It's going to be a very peculiar one, I think, but uh, with the form they're in at the minute and with the sort of problems we're having and trying to embed a new manager, it's a really difficult one to predict or call. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like you'd like to hope we're going to get the new manager bounce. That's that. That's what you've got to pray for, isn't it? I suppose. Um, yep. And he applies some some kind of quick quick fire tactics straight off the bat. Um, I, I mean, I I presume you're going to be watching JJ because I know I'm going to be watching, mate. Um, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to. It. If you can't look forward to a home game against a team like Bournemouth, then I don't know what game you're supposed to look forward to in this league. Yes. Um, yes. But then again, my glass is overflowing. There's the um, uh, obvious uh, thing about last last time out at home when we were 2-0 up and ended up losing 3-2. Definitely don't want a repeat of that. Um, so try and avoid that if possible, please. Yeah. If you don't do that, then I think you're off to a good start. 
pretty please yeah <laughs> um we're gonna try and get another one in squeeze another one in before christmas aren't we jj um we are we are we've got new new asl on boxing day which is the early kickoff in case you didn't know because that's that's that seems fair to travel up to newcastle for an early kickoff on boxing day i saw someone online say that the official coaches are leaving at quarter to seven in the morning so Fair play, going, fair play to everybody. Don't have too much eggnog on Christmas Day because you will miss your you will miss your coach. Um, no, nothing but respect for anybody going. Nothing to but that. respect for that. Absolutely. Um, JJ, quiz. Talk to us about. Oh, fact. Before we do that, sorry, JJ. What's your guess for Saturday? Prediction. Let's be. Let's start this new era with a bit of positivity. Go let's go. go new King Nuno two 0 King Nuno two 0 I'm gonna. I'm going to match your positivity and I'm going to go 3-1 new manager bounce. Uh, mine's based on absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's hard to predict. You don't know who he's going to play, what formation he's going to play. It's going to be difficult, what the atmosphere is going to be like, but hey, let's just, let's just hope. Let's just hope. Let's. Absolutely. Absolutely. JJ, talk to us about the quiz one more time. So, for those that have made it this far, mate, Jacob's just frozen, but whatever, I'll carry on. For those that have made it this far, congratulations. Uh, in the description of this video on YouTube, if you're watching, there'll be a link that takes you to the live stream. Click notify me and that should give you a notification. That is for the quiz that is on the 27th of December at 8 o'clock. And you heard rightly earlier, there will be prizes to be won. If you're listening to this podcast on an audio-only platform, jump over to YouTube and type in Miss Rolling and Podcast. You'll find our channel find either this video or if you click the live tab you'll find the scheduled live video click notify me like i've just told you to do um, and you'll get a notification when we go live we'll remind you about it we'll tweet you about it we'll put it on instagram blah 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 so make sure you follow us that's at miss rolling pod on twitter and at miss rolling in pod on instagram the description will hold links for both of those to make your life even even easier so follow us and you'll be sure to be reminded so that you don't forget but please do join us. Like I said, it'll be very embarrassing if we do it to nobody. It will be fun. I promise it will be fun. We'll have a good time. There's prizes to be won and it's not just the overall winner. There's prizes to be won for winners of each round. So even if you're out of it, you're still in it. Am I, am I with us, JJ? Am I here? You're back. You you're, back. you're back in the room. Sensational. That that was absolute dynamite, mate. Well done. <laughs> absolute <laughs> dynamite. Um, JJ, JJ said there will be prizes. Um, I think we're going to do this in some round format, isn't it? So there'll be probably be a kind of a smaller prize for who we, whoever wins each round and a, and, a, and, a, and a larger prize for whoever wins the overall competition. Play on your own, play with your friends, play with your family, play with non-Forest fans, make, make, make their Christmas time and fill them in with Forest knowledge. Fill them in? Just fill, fill, them, fill them in? Yeah, I don't know where that came from. It is Christmas. Um, <laughs> just a standard Christmas, that right? Um, but yeah. Um, I, I I want to say uh, lastly just a huge thank you to Steve Cooper he'll never listen to this because why on earth would he um, but yeah I, you know it's, you're the best forest manager I've ever seen and I never thought I'd say that about anyone other than Billy Davis um, <laughs> but yeah um, can't thank you enough you gave us the, the, the best football match I've ever been to in my life which was Wembley and um, yeah yeah Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Steve Cooper. Uh, you will be sorely missed. He's not dead, he's just gone. But um, let, let's get behind the new manager. Let's back him. Let's see what happens and let's try and be positive that this is the right decision made. Yeah. 
Now, if you're listening for the first time, thank you for finding us. It means an awful lot. And if you've come back again and again and again and again, God knows we love you. You're right.